was some mad moonshine from the USA. What's it called? I don't know, but it looks like it's in one of the old school oil tins. It's called a uh, Stillhouse Original Moonshine, America's Where Finest. That from that, I can't remember. Apple Crisp Whiskey. Mm. Uh, 3.4%. 3.5, sorry. 3.5%. 3, 45. 34.5. F- <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> whiskey at 3%. <laughs> what? That is, uh, no wonder no one in America's a pussies. It's not, it's not a whiskey <laughs> it's a, at all. It doesn't touch, have a swig. Well, you're, is, it, I mean, is, it, is it nice? It's mm. all right. Yeah, hello, everyone. How's it going, guys? Bit of um, a Sunday evening pot going down here. Rob slurping the old moonshine. Bit weird. It's not whiskey, is it? Um, it's more like a. Listen to that lid. Um, it's it more like, like a, um, it's in a painting. It's like an apple sour in a way. It is, isn't it? Yeah, just a, a bit more alcoholic yeah. than <laughs> an apple sour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not mega. It's not blast your head off strong, but it's. I used to drink pints of apple sure. sour when I used to go out, and it used oh, to be yeah. like, but people think I was a legend, right? But it's only like twelve percent. So, yeah, it is. It's, so not it's, not like, it's not like it's not actually going to fuck you up big time. You can neck a pint of wine quite easily. Oh, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Wine's not a lot, is it? It's no. only a couple of pints. Well, you see people necking bottles. People neck bottles of wine. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're like four, like thirteen percent, twelve and a half percent. You know what I mean? And you know it's more than a pint. Well, the red sits in your stomach for a long time. I found if you neck a, a big quantity of it, it sits in your stomach and it's just really heavy. You can feel it there the next day. Red red, red wine's better than white means. wine to me. What to neck? Um, to be honest, I don't think I've ever necked one and then necked another and gone, oh, I think that was better. I think I would prefer to neck a red wine than a white. A white wine, I don't like white. It, well, I do, but it kind of... White's more like I'll juice. drink it. <laughs> yeah, white, white's more like um, more like grape juice. But it's, I know it's it, the acid burn I get after, yeah. it, it pisses me off. I can't drink properly then. Red wine's like gravy. But yeah, yeah. It's too yeah. heavy. <laughs> But yeah, I, but I like drinking Guinness and stuff, so I'm happy with all that kind of stuff. That's a good point. Yeah, Guinness is like that. Yeah, so I, I can drink like heavy. ten pints of Guinness and you know, go, go for a jog, get a personal a best in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sneak a personal best. Yeah. Sh- have you got any shout-outs, Rob? Um, everyone in the world. <laughs> Blair Ramsey and Jane Morgan, how's it going, people? Shout out to uh, Paul, Steph, and Bill, and what's up to Owen Headley on Instafaster. Instaface the grammar. Yeah, man. And thanks to Lily as well for her generous donation. £16 million. Pounds. I know, yeah. This is your last podcast. <laughs> and we're going we're going to live on an island somewhere. The donations, I mean, obviously, speak for both of us, but we appreciate it no matter how small... Um, or big they are, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that someone sits in front of a desk and works and then... Or do whatever you do to earn money and then you choose to chuck us a couple of so we can buy some drugs yeah so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so we can be drunk like this no. it's, um, <laughs> it's amazing it, it does actually help us I mean like it, it goes towards paying for um, the sort of um, what do you call it hosting hosting which is like cost can cost between like 25 quid and mm. 60 quid a month mm. kind of in yeah, places yeah. And, uh, and it helps towards getting gear as well so it you know it, it really does help us so. yeah it does we've had a few emails as well from people t- saying that they've um they found the podcast, a few new listeners, and that they enjoy it, keeps their, their day happy. You know, when you get like a shit day at work or something, you can't be fucking bothered. Yeah, just yeah. Like, and that's a bit, that's a massive compliment to me because that's why I listen to podcasts myself. Yeah, yeah. To, it's not like a, not like on a bit of an escape, but it's a distraction from, well, s- you know, boring kind of, monotony. Yeah, it, it kind of. So it's a big compliment, compliment right. when you say that to me. It kind of changes your mood, doesn't it? Listening to a podcast. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? You can have, you can have, um, I can, I, if I'm pissed off, right, uh, with work and stuff, I listen to quite, um, um, deep podcasts. I don't listen to funny ones when I'm pissed off. I listen to more like space ones or mm-hmm. anything like that because I, I, I don't know why it gets me mind off it more. And the comedy ones, I'll just listen to when I'm happy anyway. Do you yeah, know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. when I'm pissed off, I won't listen to a comedy one. There's a mood for every podcast. Mm. you just got to identify your moods, the ones that you frequently have, and then find a podcast to suit, and then you put them on your rotation and then just move through them. That's yeah, what man. I do. But I did say that Lily was collecting McDonald's wrappers in her spare time and using them as bog roll to wipe her ass. Oh, cool. I, did, I got it wrong. It, it's not McDonald's. It's... um. It's Subway. It's the, oh, right, okay. The footlongs. Okay. Oh, obviously it makes sense you know using I mean. a bigger skid mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, a bit of brown sauce. Need a bit of a, bit of a bigger wrapper there, I think. <laughs> Did you hear about the International Space Station? And that's got a hole in it. No, no. When does, when does that happen? It was last week I was going to mention it, but I forgot. They, I've not gone, to, I've not read up on it in the last couple of days, so if it's changed and I'm wrong, whatever, but what, my last piece I, of I, I'd valid, imagine it's been repaired now. Well, it, they found this leak and they the cr- the hull was dropping pressure, but it was of no risk to the crew. Uh, so they like said, "Look, man, just carry on doing what you're doing. You're not going to die. It's just a, a small, tiny little leak." You're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I'm in a spacecraft in space. Yeah. Any leak is not good." As soon as someone says something like that to me, it happens. <laughs> like if they go, "Don't worry, mate. You you will be fine. You're not. Your arm's not going to break." And about two seconds later, it will. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. thing is, right, as if a hole's not bad enough. Yeah, yeah as yeah. if you're saying it couldn't get any worse. It turns out that they reckon the hole was drilled from the inside out. They initially thought it'd be like a micrometeor hitting it like rapid speed and it's punctured a hole. But it was a two millimetre hole when they did like some mad microscopic tests on it that showed drill bit markings and it was drilled from the inside out. Who drilled that then? Well, they said... What fucking lunatic would do that? They said, well... Obviously, Russian. it sounds oh, like... So it's pesky Russians, isn't it, with well, the Novichok? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Injecting, injecting it through the gap. Well, they said that it was. Um, it could have occurred on Earth, but one of the blokes that I was reading an interview with, he said, look, man, when you're up in space for really, really long periods of times, and you know that you're not going to get back for X amount of months, if cabin fever sets in, people might do things that, like, you know, create an emergency where they can get back early. So he said it's possible. He said it could have been deliberately drilled from the inside out to get someone back. But, but, what? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I just say? You do it when you, if, if you're leaving and the geezer, you know, if you're leaving before the other geezer, I don't know, because they want you for some test or something or you've been there longer than them and you hate that knob, maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you just knob. stick a quick. <laughs> Just before uh, you go, can you imagine walking get in the hammer drill out? Like, <laughs> yeah, with an SDS hammer drill clued into a, a tranny, which is floating. He's going, dagga, 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 dagga. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> You'll be all right, mate. It's fucking nuts, isn't it? But sometimes, as well, people do shit when they're bored and don't even realise. I yeah. do. Sometimes I go, fucking hell, that's quite dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, 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 dri- I drive miles and I get to like a location and I don't know how I've got there. Yeah, 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 how the fuck I'll do I get it? Yeah, I can't the remember fuck? the journey. Why, why, where am I going? Sometimes yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, what, the, what? Okay. What am I actually doing? Yeah. Why yeah. am I here? Is it work related? Is it? I don't know. Am I going to have some food? What yeah. am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have moments of clarity following a sat nav, and you don't even know where you are. You know, like, if I was to suddenly just be put here, I wouldn't have a fucking clue where I was. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's like um uh, uh a live reset, isn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? Where you're just driving along and someone's 
Except for turning the off button so you go and pass out. Someone's quickly press reset. So you, you kind of off for a second. You go, what the fuck? Control alt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wake up and you're like, what the fuck? Just Where pre- am I? Just press the reset button instead of turn off. So you, you sort of go for half a second and go, what the fuck? London. Hang on a second. I need to reboot. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. That's where I'm going. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know anybody, by the way, that is in either Cambodia or Vietnam? Because we've had a spike of downloads in Cambodia and Vietnam. So shout out to the... Nice. To the boys and girls over there. If you don't know anyone over there. What's going on? I assume somebody travelling. Well, that's probably what it is. It's found us, but... Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's those Russians. It's pesky Russians yeah. again. Listening to us in Cambodia. They've got a big big plan to kill us with Novichok. <laughs> <laughs> Second mention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as well, I need to mention, before we crack on into the, uh, into the episode, that next week um, I'm on babysitting duties. Believe it or not, somebody is giving me an actual human that is about five years of age to look after for a few days. Oh, my. So um, last time this happened, there was two baths in one evening as I was hosing shit off a child. Uh, But what my point is, is I'm... Why why did you shit on him? (laughs) I know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a desperate mate. (laughs) Uh, But the research for next week's episode, time-wise, is... um, I don't know. It might be totally cool, but it might not be. I might like have enough time to to do what I want to do. In the episode we were speaking before, you know what it is. Obviously, they don't. But um, it's uh, an epic one. If uh, oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> just so doing hand signals. Rob's looking at me like I, I went, two minutes ago. Th- we spoke about this episode. And Rob's know, like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know this reset button? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think it done it there. Like, yeah. Where am I? Yeah, the yeah. podcast table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, so what I want to um, do next week potentially requires a, a fairly decent amount of research regarding um i have to sort of well you'll see when when we do it so whether i get round to it by next weekend or not don't know but either or still going to be an episode next weekend but it might not be a um a full blast one it might be something slightly different so if you've got any ideas of something that's not too labor intensive to pro- to produce returns of um can we do research. an episode on silence <laughs> I was just going to keep going then. Yeah, just keep it going for an hour. Like. You looked at me and I was like, this is, it will be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is our episode on silence. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> so, uh, okay, yeah, man. So, our detail, you know the details. You want to donate some money on Patreon, much appreciated. Just Google us. It'll show us all your um, social media. All our social media, not yours, because that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? It's not fucking mine, mate. It's It's all of ours. All all one crew together. And then, um, obviously, yeah, Patreon and all that. Just find us on that. If you can be bothered, do what you need to do. And if you want to buy t-shirts, what is it, Miller something? Uh, I still don't know. Robots4EyesPodcast.tmail.com. Tmail. Just put Tmail in it and you'll find it. You'd think I should know this. I think I'd know as well. As a... You know, it's kind of like a merchandising which helps us keep the podcast running. But I literally don't know. I called it Miller and it's not called Miller. No. It's T-Mill. Nothing so to do with Miller. No. Miller's a beer as far as I know. That's probably why I was saying it. And Kelly, I haven't sent your your winnings out to <gasps> you yet. They're behind me here. I said we were going to get some paraphernalia off the podcasting desk. and there Oh, yes. Oh, it's all there still, so, yeah. So um, it y- will be sent. It will be sent in the next uh, <coughs> few days. Nice power burp. That, that was, was a really good power burp. It was, it, was, it was when it was like a super quick power burp. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right then, episode time. <laughs> right, see you in a bit.
is weird. We were just talking about how strange um, doing a podcast is sometimes. It is menstrual. I mean, you might you would probably hear me laughing at the end of that one. Um, I wasn't laughing at the burp, um, even though it was a good power burp. I was laughing because I, I think back to stuff and I, um, it's just the way it, uh, the conversations can go from one end of a spectrum to another in a split second and bounce back and it just goes to anywhere it wants which is brilliant and then you lot are listening to it yeah, that's, that's why I'm laughing it's, <laughs> it's literally the most unplanned like string of random thoughts yeah as you know and, and people listen yeah, I don't, yeah it is weird isn't it yeah so you don't know what we're going to talk about today at all I don't think you've got a clue uh, no no what about the uh, the Drake equation and the Fermi paradox Drake equation isn't, that, isn't he a rapper yeah he is yeah it's yeah. his equation and, a, and a Kiki, do you love me? That song they keep playing all the time. Um, and what was the other one? Sorry, the Fermi paradox. For Fermi. Fermi, yeah. Fermi paradox. Uh, um, no, um, I'm gonna say Fermi paradox is something to do with um, Japanese people living in space. No, no. Oh well. Okay. It's not about Japanese people living in space. Why did you get to that from? I don't know because. <laughs> It's just like I couldn't think of anything, and I just just thought that maybe it's some sort of theory, that, the you know, like the the monkey trons from Mars, like monkey tennis, monkey tennis, monkey trons from Mars who play with the Japanese people from space. Arm theory, that's a theory too. Yeah, that's Dodging a good one. Rape mother. Yeah, that's my theory. It's a classic classic case. If if you inspect a booth, as I'd say, you go. This is a classic uh, classic arms theory: abduction, rape, and murder. And you'd say that. Probably with the families there. You go, we, we're going for the arm theory. We have a classic case of arm theory here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I suspect that it's... Have you found the body rape. yet? No, but it's most likely been abducted, raped and murdered, yeah, I'm so afraid to say. corrected. Arm theory. It's always arm theory. We always know it starts with an A and an R and a... <laughs> and <laughs> and then the M. murder. Yeah, that's how it works. We know it's the arm theory. No, this is not about arm theory. No. No adoption making murder in this one. No, I don't think there's any murders in it. Oh, right, okay. There's definitely no rapes. No. And, and zero. Adoptions? No adoptions. Oh, no, there might be. Alien abduction? Could be. Ooh. For all we know. Nice. Kind of leads us on. A bit of a segue there. Yeah. The Drake equation is was um, devised by a dude called Frank Drake. Now, he's an astronomer and astrophysicist, and he's also one of the founding members of SETI, which we all know is the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Nice. Now, the Drake equation is um, it's used to attempt the estimate or estimate the kind of the amount of communicating civilizations that may or may not exist within the Milky Way galaxy. Well, here's my theory. If it is infinite, then there's an infinite amount of it. Exact among us. There we go. But we don't know that for sure. So let's just look at what this is going to be like. It's a good point. The universe may be infinite, but we know that our galaxy is not. It contains a specific amount of stars. So what are the chances within this net of stars, this this t this sum that we have here, what are the chances of finding civilizations that are capable of communicating? And uh, what the equation does, it takes into account various... Um, there's a lot, a lot of different variables, like the rate of star formation in our galaxy, which is about four per year. So four stars just spring into existence. That we spot and go, oh, cool. After condensing in massive like interstellar dust clouds, and they just go, boop, and they turn on. And then we have a star. It also takes into, the fra into account the fraction of stars which have planetary systems. Um, we think it's at least 75% of stars out there have 
planets around them. Mm-hmm. Then it takes into account the number of planets that have the potential for life, like being in the habitable zone, like the Earth is. Because some, as far as we know, some planets might be many, many, many miles out into space away from their parent star and be extremely cold. And as far as we know, no life will exist. So we look for ones that are in the habitable zone. Do you think that's just a... a uh, that's a human thing. This is this. I've said this before, I think, on podcasts, that we kind of judge life and, um, you know, things that are going to be clever and communicate with us as, as our sort of, um, you know... Based on us. Based on our planet, as our in like our, you know, oxygen levels, our uh, atmosphere, our, you know, the heat and cold. But how do we know? There's probably, there could be things stupidly clever, which lives minus 25 million we degrees. Don't know. We simply don't know. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. We, we, it tends to sort of, I mean, I'll probably mention this a few more times as we go through, but it tends to resolve, uh, revolve around the... Um, the the environmental conditions that are favourable for liquid water to be present because okay. that acts as, a, as like a solvent and it allows shit to move around. It allows transfer of proteins. It allows the transfer of energy a lot better than it would if it was frozen. Mm. That's why we say the habitable zone. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean but that c- all zones are un in like uh, it can't sustain life. It just means that this one is more favourable because of, of liquid water. It's to say because obviously with different pressures and different um atmospheres and pressures you can have freezing points of anything diff completely different to what it is on earth obviously so you know i mean you're not going to have all water ain't going to freeze at zero degrees on other exactly planets and yeah. Stuff, so. yeah yeah totally it depends on pressure pressure yeah. te- pressure temperature relationship yes. exactly 100 percent. it also um takes into account the number of planets where life actually arises now this clip i mean that statement it takes into account the number of planets where life actually arises that's an unknown we don't know that. It's an estimate, but they use very, very... They've used high figures and they use low figures in this equation, but they do use incredibly low figures and they still get massive, massive results. It also takes into account the number of civilizations that can create technology. That's the important thing. So you may have life, but are you capable of talking? Mm. We've been around as humans, as far as we know, Homo sapiens, for about 200,000 years mm. We might be wrong, but this is what we can tell from from, what we found and what we led to believe because of what we found. Yeah, yeah. But only in the last 80 80 years have we done anything notable, really, in regards to, you know, communicating. We've been sending radio waves out for a very short amount of of time. So there could be shitloads of, like, 15th century aliens out there. Cool. That just, we can't detect them. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because they don't have the gear, yeah. And if we're sending radio waves out, imagine 1400s, yeah. um, and you know we're looking down at people from the 1400s. Mate, the it's da- just going to not do anything because then they ain't got a fucking clue. Well, the day before you turn that radio transmitter on, there could have been extraterrestrial signals flowing over your yeah, head. But you they could have turn just turned it yeah, on. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's we've been blasting radio signals out for about 80 years now, which means us any civilization within an 80 light year radius of the Earth can detect us. And there's around 5,000 stars in that area alone, 2,000 of which are like the sun. This is only in an 80-light-year period. And we're yeah. talking our, our galaxy is, what, 150, 200,000 light-years across. So a very small, localised area. You can already see 2,000 2, stars, potentially, like the the uh, the sun. Man, it's, it's, uh, it's quite crowded out there. Yeah, signals yeah. could have been flying towards us 
for the entire time that we've had radio signals, but for instance, say potentially, you could have sent a signal out 80 years ago. Somebody could have picked up that signal and then responded to that signal 80 years ago, and mm-hmm. you still wouldn't have got the reply. Well, yeah. Well, that's it. Anything, say if it's been 80 years, if it's been 41 years, and it, they reply to it straight away, it might take, well, it's going to take 41 years to get back. Exactly. So it could be two years' time, you'll get like, fucking hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a signal you just don't know, though, do you? You, you can't have a two-way conversation. No. I mean, no. you know, you're talking to people on Mars, you, it's 45 minutes or if, 40 if, minutes, if it was it's like, not rapid. Yeah, in, unless unless it was like literally me talking to you now and they, they were standing next to you, they're not going to reply straight away because, yeah. the, well, they will. They'll reply straight away to your answer, but yeah. it takes so long for it to get yeah. back, yeah. They'll reply as soon as they get it, but it just takes a fucking long time but, for the message. But would you reply to it? If, if something fl- flew in from space, whatever it is, music, fucking, I don't know, I don't know, David Attenborough saying something, I don't know, whatever, right, would you uh, would you reply to it straight away? Well, first of all, would you you'd have to decipher what's going on because you wouldn't understand it clearly. It'd be the biggest fluke in the world if if there was another planetary system out there and they talk English. Yeah, Well, we will speak a bit a, a little bit in uh, towards the end of the podcast, but it's good that you bring that up now because there are pitfalls in in re- responding because a lot of people say that it could be the downfall of us because we we're announcing our location to an advanced race of you know, hyper-intelligent beings, yeah. potentially. Um, might want to just fucking mine the planet and get rid of us. But it's already been done. Yeah. We we sent the Voyager probe out that had, on the side of it, had a gold record, literally, with, um, you know, information, and it also had a stamp of where, of the diagrams of people, and the Arecibo telescope has also sent out signals that saying where we are. So we've already fucking done it. Mm. You know, it's, 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 it's kind of like a mute point. People are going, should we reply? Well, and also, that depends on what type of signal you're getting. Yeah. Are you getting a signal from, uh, you know, the constellation of so-and-so, which is eight, 80,000 light years away, or are you getting a signal from that spacecraft, which is hovering there, because that's a different yeah, yeah. kettle of fish. You should probably should reply to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, it, if it's clearly in view and it's clearly noticing, yeah, you, I think it's probably a good thing to reply to it. But also, you don't know if, if something landed. For instance, let's just reverse it. Say we're the aliens and that person... Um, um, figure thing turned up because it's on the side of a probe, isn't it, or something? Yeah. Um, hits their planet, or they spot it. Um, would you want to reply to it because you go, well, they've put something into space. Um, we don't, unless there's a date on it, which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't to mean you. anything to them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you can work that out, but you're not going to because you don't know whatever. You'd have to try and carbon date them. Yeah, metal. you'd have to go right. Well, how advanced they're going to be? Second, second of all, you go. They could, they could be one of these. Sort of, they could advance like that, r- stupidly quick, or they could be really slow and they might not have advanced. Mm. So, is it worth talking to them or not? Well, because it's interesting, if, if, isn't it? Yeah. If if they've advanced so quickly, is it a good thing to talk to them? If they don't advance, is it still a good thing to talk to them there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, what yeah. do you do? Do you just leave it? Is there like a space rule? You know what I mean? Where well, you just could go, be. just just leave it. Well, we be. know there's something there. Um, as in, we know there's other life. Um, let's not look for it. We just know it's there. If we stumble across it, then we stumble across it. Well, this is what they're kind of like, as we go through, we'll explain more like the um, the Drake equation. We'll get into the Fermi paradox, but that basically says that. Where the fuck is everybody? Yeah. But the um, also, like we're saying, 80, you know, 80 um, light year radius of the Earth is where radio signals have been picked, potentially could have been picked up. The Drake equation also considers how long a civilization will remain detectable 
and they think that that window of time that you're able to pick up an advanced, you know, race of aliens mm. that are sending signals out might only exist for quite a short period of time. They say it's likely that they'll possibly evolve and use new forms of communication that are far beyond anything we could imagine. Like, you know, for instance, mind-to-mind communication over over vast distances. We've already spoke about ar- artificial telepathy in our ESP episode. They could literally become invisible to us. You could even dumb it down from analog to d- digital. Yes, you know what I mean. You send an analog signal, and then you got a, a digital signal after that, because that's what we've stepped up to, and that's dumbing it right down, like you say. You know what I mean? But you d- you don't know how advanced things are going to be when something props up. You know what I mean? Something lands, or you find something, you go fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's it's, it's when because this is kind of like you don't know what they are as well. You don't know if they're friendly. Are they intelligent plants? Yeah, are they, yeah. You don't know what, what it could be. Anything it could be a turd. They are alien. Yeah. They, I mean, would you even recognise it as life? Yeah. These are the kind of questions that, like, this is what... Because this one's more like... Um, it's going to be more like a discussion mm. than more than a, than, a, than a plot. But it, these... This, you have to think outside the box when we're think, thinking about communicating with an alien race. And, yeah, yeah. and not only are they alien, they're advanced. How, how do you communicate with an alien race that you don't understand to start with as in mathematics um i'm sort of from what i can read but, but what what i don't mean like language barrier i mean like you don't know what they are you uh, don't yeah. know their thought of um um the way they think is going to be completely different to ours it's like it's like if you could speak to uh, an animal in english or something like that right i've say an ant it's it's not going to talk in english in the yes. right in a right sentence yes. it's going to be it's going to be all Yes, jumbled up and it's going to get more jumbled up. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's it 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 just doesn't work like yeah. that. Would it, would a an intelligent um, would an intelligent ant ha, does it ha, even it wouldn't talk? Well, it's to like the same. It's like the same. The film, The Arrival. Do, do, they may not even know the concept of a question if they're no. a hive mind. Well, the, exactly. They they might they could just fucking mental. They, they might know English words and everything, but it'll be but it'll be in a different context completely because of the way the species that they are. Yes, it, it's. It's so strange, yeah. man. It's fucking it's mental, nuts, yeah. isn't it? So they what they did is they they took all these pati- uh, like specific um, variables into account, and then they applied the numbers into the equation to see what they got. And they they use very conservative, minimal numbers in the in the first sort of calculation that the Drake equation used to come up with numbers. And on the conservative side of the estimates, even back in the nineteen sixties, when they didn't know that any planets existed out of us outside of our solar system because they hadn't got a fucking clue about then. Yeah, yeah. They didn't know. Um they figured on the lowest end in the Milky Way alone there'd be potentially twenty civilizations that were capable of advanced communication right now. That's what that's what they indicate is. Um the equation always indicates that there's there's people out there, I say mm. people, the stuff out there. That was the very, very low end even and now, when they use the maximal numbers, they use they use maximum plausible numbers. They didn't just go right fifty trillion. They just went right. What is yeah. a fraction that is a possible fraction of stars that are capable of having a planetary system? Yeah. Well, it could be a hundred percent, but it's not. It could be zero, but it's not. Let's say it's twenty five percent. So they go on. They take a like a, a conservative maximum guess, and using them figures, the the numbers of potential advanced civilizations within our own galaxy rises to up to something like 50 million um and and the the values of predicting um 
numbers higher or lower is likely to change as our ability to measure increases and our knowledge increases. 50 million, when you think about it, right? I know it sounds mentally high. That's but on the high it's end. not really. Yeah, it's not really, though, because if there's multiple billions in our um, stars, stars uh, in our galaxy alone, you know what I mean? Then, then. 50 million is actually a really small percent still. It's tiny. It's, it's tiny. Probably like, it's probably like 7% or something stupid like that. But because they use high end and low end. Probably lower than that. But yeah. yeah. When they use high end and low end, they were able to work out an average. Yeah. So if you feed the average in, it's it's hundreds of thousands, potentially a few million civilizations within our Milky Way that are functioning and and able to yeah. to communicate sounds crazy but when you consider with space-based telescopes that we know there are around 40 billion earth-sized planets orbiting in the habitable zones of sun-like stars within our own galaxy that's not even taken yeah, into account 40 billion yeah that's not even taken into in account the galaxy. trillions of other galaxies out there and uh, you know we ignore them because of their yeah, distance, because yeah, yeah. there's just no fucking no chance. Point. No point, is there? The odds are literally overwhelming that our universe is teeming with life. Even if it was 0.001% of our galaxy had life, stars in our galaxy had life, whilst that percent sounds small, 0.001, it's a tiny fraction of a mind-boggling number, yeah. 400 <clears throat> billion stars. So they're out there, man. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? There's, there's, yeah, there's, there's things there, and... We're well, we, we just can't communicate with each other at the moment. Simple as. Or we're, we're looking in to. the wrong, the, lo yeah. the wrong way. But the thing I've got a theory as well that um, that a lot of life, but I'm doing this based on humans and where we are on the, gal on the galaxy, lives more on the the um, the the. The, the wave at the end of a galaxy, do you know what I mean? The way the, the stars the spin, the, yeah. yeah. That's that's how I see where life will live. But I'm saying that well, we because are. I'm a human, and that's where we are. Yeah, we are. And they, they do say that towards the middle of the the galaxy, it's gonna get intense. It's gonna get fucking intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna get pretty intense. It's gonna be fucking lots of radiation. It's, it's gonna be like sitting on the fucking London tube. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> with people so close to each other yeah, yeah. and things f stinking and fucking horrible and everyone's going to smell a dead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. going to be quite noisy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to go to some stairs or something. And at the moment, it's like we're, it's like a, we're standing in a massive field. You know yeah. I mean, one person, one and one person at the other. Yeah. It's going to get more intense, clearly, as you get more closer to the massive, super massive black hole. I know, yeah. So, I know, it's nuts. Pressure it? is going to be getting intense. Everything's going to be so intense. There's no... Yeah. I'm saying it like a human, though. There's no way we can we can live there. And like I'm saying it as humans that I can't see life living there. But why not? Why I bet you there's life which can go through a black hole and be fucking fine. Maybe. <laughs> it's uh, we, why we, not? we don't know. We don't know. The universe is fucking mad. So. It's crazy as fuck. And yeah. life likes it. As far as we can see, it likes stability. Mm -hmm. It likes. That's why we've got a nice moon which balances out the wobble in the earth. It yeah, keeps yeah. everything fucking nice and stable. That's where life evolves. And for instance, we've had a hundred billion species of animal have existed on the earth, but only one has evolved to send message to the stars. Yeah. But it only takes one, man. It does. Well, yeah. It takes one, and that's it. Even even if there are 100,000 advanced alien civilizations in our galaxy, I say 100,000, that's a very small amount. That's a conservative guess. But if our galaxy contains 400 billion stars, it'd be hard as fuck to find them. You'd have to look at so many f stars just to find one advanced race. Mm. If there's 100,000 races and 400 billion stars, you've got to do a lot of looking, man. Yeah. The moon, the moon is uh, now. I can't remember. 
Um, which way it's going, I'm guessing it's going away from us. Is it an inch a year it's meant to be moving away? Yes. An inch a year. So, you know, over millions of years, that's going to affect life. Big time because it's going to stop water's going to be, um, you know, because they it's reckon tides. Yeah, yeah, it's going to affect tides. Also, they, it's kind of a like a defense barrier for us, isn't it? For for all sorts of shit. Yeah. So it's you know, we're we're fine. Fuck us, we're fine. But fuck our other generations for the next <laughs> fucking probably about a few hundred thousand well, years, maybe like millions of years, if we live, we're going to live that long, which I don't think we will. Something will happen in that time. We'll okay. be fucked. But uh, might make AI and fuck ourselves up. Yeah, I think we will. I think that's what I think that's where it's going. We're gonna fuck ourselves up. We we do have a little fl- floray into the. Um, we're good at dis- we're good at carnage and destruction. I think if you're staring it down the barrel, we may change our minds. I think if we if it ever came to, but um, usually when we find shit really out, really like you, this is the end of humanity. I, I would be surprised if we blindly walked into that one. I think we um, prob- I think we'd we'd uh, realize that the bright minds, the few. And far between bright minds amongst our species would realise that they're staring the end down the barn and go, fuck it, we ain't doing this. The thing is, though, can you change it? Do you know what I mean? If you've started doing something... It hasn't print, happened yet, so yeah, we can. Exactly. We, just, we, we know stuff gets... We know stuff's bad. As, for instance, smoking, we didn't think it was bad at first, and then we do, and you know what I mean? And we find out that booze is bad. Obviously, we've known that for a while, but like, you find out things are bad for you, and I know that's personally different with each person because... You can have a person, I suppose, you could smoke one a day or 20 a day or a million a day and you have someone who doesn't smoke and they still die from lung cancer, yeah. from passive smoke or whatever. But it's, it's we are, whatever we're doing, we are sort of just destroying ourselves slowly. Um, yeah, we don't. And it's, it's accumulating in different ways. It's like it's like all building into yeah. one big shit bomb, which is about to go. We've got plastic in the ocean. Well, the ice caps yeah, are yeah. melting. What is it? Mol- mol- Food what gives you it? cancer. Mi- microplastics, which they reckon is going to yeah. wipe out fish, you know what I mean? Which it is doing, but they re- Well, it goes down to ba- like the real fundamental level of, of the food chain, like yeah. the phytoplankton, cause yeah. if, if the, and they're the ones that are most susceptible to the microbeads of plastic, and if they start dying, and then the basis of food in the ocean, yeah, the very bottom of the food pyramid, so to speak, in the ocean dies... Well, we're fucked. Yeah, it's, it's happening. We are doing it to ourselves, and it's, it'll get to a point we're starting to realise. But is it going to start being too late? We, we, you know, I mean, because as soon as we find that out, we go, "Oh shit!" Do you know what? Fucking breathing air is bad for us, and it's actually, it is. You know, cutting down trees. Funny enough, you know what I mean? And we go, "Oh shit!" There's another problem. There's another problem. There's another problem, and then we we fuck ourselves up, don't we? I think that could be the time that if we are being monitored by something out there, that might it might show itself and go, "Listen, humans." Humans, you're about to fuck yourself properly hard here. We're do you gonna... think? Do you think they'd get involved with that though, um, or do you reckon they'd just go? Let's just watch them do it because there's possibly. something we could have in the future. There. I, I am a big believer that um, if it exists, and that's the question, if it exists somewhere out there in space, then it knows we're here. Visiting us is a completely yeah, different yeah. question. But the reason why I say that is because we are uh, scanning um, on the potential of detailed scans of planets around other star systems where we might even be able to see industrial processes. We might we can see um, markers for different elements and gases like yeah, oxygen, yeah. which is a biomarker. Um, and th- that's a clear indication of life. We can also start to see, like, like I say, industrial processes occurring. Well, so if we can do that now, 
then I don't think that we're the first people no. around. So I think somebody out there has probably already done that to us. Yeah. Well, like you're saying, if, if we can find out signals like that, you know what I mean, that something's been processed in a certain way for this to happen and all that, we are the biggest beacon as a, as a planet for yeah. any other intelligent species to go, right, this is happening there, this is happening there, this is happening there. Yeah, potentially. I think yeah. we probably just look like a planetary toddler having a, a wobbler, would, screaming would and shouting and cr like throwing the dummy out of the basket. That's what we look like. We just look like a screaming toddler and then go, what's that fucking noise coming from Earth? Oh, it's them fucking humans. They're in the terrible twos. This is, this is it, though. They might live. They might die. This is it. Would you would you come down and go? You need to stop this because you are dying. Would you look at them and go? You fucking well, stupid it gets fuckers. A bit, it gets really airy fairy because it's like it re really the species of humans is is not really important because at this point we we're, we're sort of saying okay somebody else out there has has observed us so we're saying that life is plentiful so we are as a species whilst interesting to an advanced race are probably not that important. It uh, may be that the planet is far more important than we are. Yeah. And all I the think, other species I'd of animal that are likely to perish because of us. Yeah, I think cunts. so. I think so. We, we, we are, just like I was saying, destroying ourselves. But that doesn't mean we're just killing us. We're killing everything else. Yeah. Well, for instance, yeah. we, we said it earlier on, cutting down trees. That's killing habitats for animals which live in that habitat. Yeah, man, totally. Imagine if some random animal come along, right, which was clever right and just knock down your houses and used yeah. use your bricks or all the woods right to i don't know to fucking just make a fire and they're going oh you're going what the f yeah. you know what i mean and Seriously, then you die yeah. because that's it you know what i mean what's well, like palm like using the palm oil and the orangutans yeah, yeah. orangutang yeah. you know we're just fucking them off and they're basically just ginger people running around yeah yeah, yeah. it's chris <laughs> evans <laughs> <laughs> so like now we've discussed like numbers and you know how big space is in regards to potential habitable, mm. habitable zones and yes I've had a few beers so people are going to go you're st stumbling on your words like it, I even did then as I said stumble I stumbled on st stumble st stumbled so what we'll do is we'll have a the we'll look at the Fermi paradox now that's was devised by a geezer called Enrico Fermi he's a clever dude and he was he made the first nuclear reactor and was an architect one of the architects of the first nuclear weapons in the Manhattan project mm. and he came up with this paradox on his lunch break and it sounds kind of like, you know, you can just come up with something like this on your lunch break, but it's it's a fairly easy thing to, to get your head around. And the paradox tries to address the absence for evidence of advanced aliens throughout the universe, even though we think, using the Drake equation, that the galaxy and the entire cosmos should be full of ass-probing aliens. So, so where are they? Given the age and the size of the universe and that billions of stars and planets have existed for billions and billions and billions of years, why have we not detected any other alien civilizations? And just to put more to this, when you consider that every single grain of sand on Earth, there is 10,000 stars in the observable universe. You just think about that for mm. a second. Every grain of sand on Earth, there are 10,000 stars in the observable universe. Why does it appear dead and lonely? Where, where is everyone, Rob? So vast. I think <laughs> that's all it is. How I'd say it is, uh, I'm, I'm going back to ants because I always talk about ants, but imagine standing in a field and not being able to move, right, and you're looking for, and it could be ants, it could be uh, mice, whatever. You can stand there, you can't move, can't move because you're stuck there because that's your planet just say and you're looking around you can't see anything until it props up and the chances are it won't prop up for 
just say weeks, years, right? And if you put that in, as a lifespan of the universe and everything, that's that's hundreds of thousands, millions of years. Yeah, it's an unf- it's it's beyond the time frame of a human, like human mind yeah, of yeah. existence. Anything outside of your lifespan, anything outside of a hundred years, is just a number to you. Because it's not relative nothing, to you. It's nothing. A hundred years is fuck all. It's a zero. It's com- well, they reckon, don't they? If if the Earth was um, alive for twenty four hours, we would have been al- alive for under a minute. As humans, yeah. we would have been, we would have been on the planet for under a minute. We've just crawled out of the rocks in twenty four hours. Oceans. Yeah. Do you think that life could exist out there in space, like? Um, when maybe when a civilization becomes ad- advanced enough to the point of interstellar travel, do you think they would keep keep themselves hidden from anyone watching? Yes. Whether that be humans or any other race of aliens. Yeah. I f- I, I think if humans managed to do that, I think they would they wouldn't be going out unless you're American, going out all guns blazing, <laughs> and yeah. you know what I mean I think I think a lot of them would go right. We want to explore, but we don't not because we don't want to be detected, but we don't want to shit things up we don't know, know what, what we're mean? walking into yeah yeah exactly you it's ma- imagine trying to um you, you're trying to find something out you know a couple of doors down right you're not going to just walk into the house are you you know what i mean you you're most likely going to suss it out and look around first <laughs> well, right, i'm like a burglar, burglar. <laughs> yeah yeah you know <laughs> what i mean what saying, it was like, yeah, yeah. if you're going to burgle someone's house what you do is you do yeah i'm not a burglar when, when but i burgle people's yeah, house yeah, i always yeah. scope the joint but but that's what that's what you do don't you and you, you're not going to go all right everyone in there by the way i'm a burglar i'm just just checking out yeah. your joint you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's, so. it's it's a very good point. It's a very good point. I think any any species that is capable of moving around between the stars has to. I think they they have to do it with peaceful intent because it doesn't matter how big and and what your weapons are. It doesn't matter how fast your ships are. It doesn't matter how advanced your species is. Even on the evolutionary scale, you might be able to telepathically talk to each other. But it doesn't matter. There might be somebody else out there that can fuck you up. So you yeah. need to go out there, it like doing the peace sign and going, we're not here for trouble. We're, we're trying to be cool, man. But <laughs> would you show yourself doing that? I would. I'd, dis- I'd hide, but have that as the background. Yeah. Because but you if you shady. start walking in, walking in, going, peace, you know, I'm here, we're all here for love and all that. You're walking into s- someone's backyard, so to speak, right? They might go, right, I don't care if this is peace or not. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, it you know might I mean? be. It might, that might happen. Yeah, it? exactly. So I, they, I think, I think a You'd have to stealth it, yeah, even though it sounds dodgy because it, it, it looks like you know you're casing a joint or whatever, as we yeah. were saying. But I think you've got to d- sort of case it and go, you know, and then have the background. If you get caught, look, we are here for peace, yeah, but we didn't want to freak you out, and yeah, you know, sorry, but this this is the only way we could have done it without um, freaking you out. It's a good point, actually, because if you go stealth and you try and hide yourself. As soon as you get discovered, that means somebody has got some shit that you haven't got because they were able to discover yeah, yeah. and crack and hack your shit yeah. and go, oh, look, there's the humans. They tried to hide. Yeah, so why are they trying to hide as I- well? If you can remain hidden, you can be you can observe and, and, and basically plot your will against whoever you want. Yeah. But if you try and remain hidden and someone discovers you, they've got shit that you ain't got because yeah, they yeah. found you. Or yeah. you got dumb. Yeah, Either or, you, way. or you got caught out. Yeah, but look, the thing is, the point is, like you say, is is you, I think you've got to stealth it. But the, if you get caught, uh, it depends, I suppose, on the whatever the civilization of whatever species of whatever it is. Will they? They might not. They might just automatically kill thing everything straight away, or they might go. Do you know what? We see why you done that. Or they might go. 
Um, no, we're not having that. You know what I mean? Fuck off. You know what I mean? You don't know. We don't. But we've predicted as humans, if if we were to able to construct interstellar starships that can sustain generations of people, like large populations for thousands of years. I'm talking about ships that leave the Earth or wherever we happen to be at this point, because it's clearly hundreds of thousands, maybe thousands of years ahead. Ships like your planet, so you're living on it. Well, like Independence Day. For like yeah. Yeah. Well, not yourself for thousands of years, but for generations. Yeah, you may never yeah. ever walk on a planet. Mm-hmm. You just exist on this ship. They're out there for thousands of years. They think that if we were to able to build these things, that within approximately five million years, humans could have colonised the entire Milky Way. Five million years. Now, that sounds like a long time, but when you consider the universe is 13.5 billion years old, you know what I mean? Mm. The Milky Way galaxy is not that much younger. You know what I mean? Mm. It's up there in the billions of billions of years. There's plenty of time. Five million years is plenty of time to spread your wings and have a trope around the galaxy. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so there should be. Somebody should have done this before us. We're not the first people around. So say five million years ago, it's not you know, beyond the realms of possibility that an advanced race existed. So why don't we see evidence of them colonising the entire Milky Way? Oh, this, well, yeah, I suppose... There's plenty of time for someone to have done it. Yeah, yeah, there could be things which advance a lot quicker which could have done that like you say or maybe not maybe yeah. maybe we are <laughs> i know it sounds stupid to say this because it's probably not true but in our galaxy we might be the most advanced things out there we in might our galaxy be. hence why what you're saying why has this not happened it's because we are the cleverest thing out there yeah. at the moment yeah 100 percent. but you never know something might prop up like on another planet just becoming into existence as a species and might evolve stupidly quick and then start doing it. You just don't know. Exactly. We 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 are. We have no more examples for life other than us. As far as we know, we are the golden bollocks in this universe. Everything, the entire cosmos, all them stars, trillions and trillions of stars, everything is just for the pleasure of human eyes. There's nothing out mm. there to see it except us, as of yet. But the thing is, you, you're like looking for a needle in a haystack full of haystacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One needle in millions of haystacks. Yeah, Find haystacks. that one needle. Fr- yeah, fractal, ha- fractal haystacks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, got, um, you mustn't forget, though, because like people think that we're flying everywhere in space, that we're whizzing around, we're doing this, we're doing that. That's, that's not the case, man. We've been to the moon, and amazing as that was, it, and that was a long time ago, that's still very, very... Very close to the Earth. Since mm-hmm. the 70s, pretty much, humans have only been 300 miles away from the Earth. Mm. We have gone nowhere. No. Nowhere. And we're just skimming the surface. And we're not sending out um, physical things. Um, not many physical things. We're sending probes to planets. Yeah, but, but but how many are we sending? How many... Is there any which aren't being... S- aren't recognised as being sent, but being sent? Uh, what do you mean? Like, they're saying like there's some stealth thing, like, I don't know, um, oh, the fucking army, military. Yeah, sure, sure, definitely, man. But how many how many things are, are flying out there? Well, that we, I don't know, mate. There's a lot you know of stuff. I mean? We've sent it's stuff to the much, planet. Really. Sending stuff to the planets tends to be, um, I mean, I'm sure they could probably do that on the secret if they wanted, but the reason why that stuff tends to be open and public is because of the amount of money or economic um, expenditure from an entire country, if mm. not series of countries like America and Europe, that something like that, that endeavour 
takes to create. Mm. You can't really hide spending that amount of money on a fucking robot somewhere. People have got yeah. to be involved. Bright yeah. minds, thousands of bright minds. Yeah. Tend to, it's, it, yeah, yeah. We know it's done. Billions and billions of pounds to send the probe. Size of this table, which is yeah, four and a half foot by four and a half foot Nearly's into space. Yeah. yeah, nearly, nearly. Yeah. Sorry, circumference. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's, it's it's like you say. People will be outraged that it's that much, but it's the reason why it's that much because you're sending something to the unknown and you're trying to track it down all the time. Yeah, and you got and not only that is everything that on it is registering and trying to send back shit to <laughs> yeah, say it's you know what crazy. I mean a fucking nat guffed up there or something. You know what I mean? Mate, if if, if <laughs> they found a fucking fly fart on Mars, that would blow my mind. <laughs> Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Because when you consider that just the giant size of the... Un- I mean, it's difficult to take in... It's difficult to appreciate how big shit is. And you do start to think, where the fuck is everyone? Something ain't right. They should they should be out there. For instance... It's just so, uh, how I see it is, is everything so big, we just haven't pumped into each other yet. Well, do you know how many galaxies are out there? It's billions? At present, we think probably trillions. Actually, we think there's about two trillion yeah. galaxies in the observable universe. That's not the entire universe. That's just the bit we can see. Yeah. Our small bubble. You know what I mean? Big Bill Gates ain't got that in money. So he ain't no. I don't think anyone has nowhere near it. And each galaxy contains. I mean, it's difficult to tell. There's two trillion galaxies, and on average, seven hundred billion stars but some galaxies have over a trillion now that means the total number of stars in the observable universe is estimated to be one billion trillion stars that's a one with 21 zeros after it which is pretty fucking crazy and through studying these stars with space-based telescopes and land-based telescopes we we've started to realize that most stars have planetary systems well, they're going. To, if you're basing it on our um, galaxy, everything's. I well, you'd imagine everything's going to be the same basis, as in it's going to have either a black hole in the centre or 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 a star where everything goes round. It's because that's kind of the um, the. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. What's the best word for it? Wait, um, looking like like it's just it's just kind of what that is what it is for us. And I can't see why it would be different in another universe, as in the way everything moves around everything. Oh, yeah, you, you're sort of sort referring to like the, um, the sort of a stable period in a Every planetary day. system's evolution where the star is constant heat output, yeah, the yeah. planets are well, settled. Galax- galaxies, you know, evolution and That's and the best time for life when shit's stable, yeah. yeah. And, and also you've got to take into account that all of these one billion trillion stars that are potentially out there, as we said, most have planetary systems like our sun. Our sun has a planetary system. Mm-hmm. And those planets can have moons that are capable of harboring life. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're looking for stars that have planets. We're now looking for stars that have planets that have moons. For example, if we include minor moons in our own solar system, which has only eight major planets and a, a number of dwarf planets, the total number of moons in our star system is 545. And if there are a billion trillion stars, each with, we think, a planetary system and a moon system, you start to see the, the big picture. It's, mm. it's kind of like... It's never-ending. Yeah. It, the thing is, as well, that number of um, dwarf um, planets, as in like um, 
um, and moons and whatever you want to call them probably will Exo go moon. up still. Yeah. Well, our, our there's probably still stuff in the, in our galaxy. Loads of stuff, I imagine, that we haven't spotted. Absolutely, mate. Some, absolutely loads. Well, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence that scans the heavens for um, signs of, you know, uh, radio waves. And there's a few of the um, sort of things that they look for. But they've scanned 20,000 stars. Mm-hmm. 20,000. There's yeah. 400 billion in our... We've not even looked... We've not even started looking. There's a billion trillion. And and you mustn't forget as well, man, the possibility of our universe being one of an infinite amount of universes yeah. or other dimensions existing where life may, you know, life. inhabit. It's fucking nuts that we could, we could potentially be alone. It's, it's it's not going off subject, but it is. But from you, you just mentioned the dimensions and all that. I saw that video that you you posted, um, and. In a way, it's it's very true if you're following the 2D, aren't you? you yeah. To to the 3D, but the thing is, the fr- I believe it, but also the 3D, you see it in. There's more than you're not just seeing it in a straight line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So, I understand what you're saying with the ball. Sorry, if anyone's listening. Oh, you're looking. What you're talking about, about the four-dimensional yeah, yeah. that it will grow and shrink. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's but, nuts. Yeah, it's bad. What but the fuck. But. Would it grow and shrink because we're basing it on the two D? That's right. what, this is how I I saw it and I thought that's a good well it's a good and it makes yeah. sense. It's fucking crazy. But also that on the, you're uh, basing page. you're basing that on two D because he is he's basing it from two D to three D, it's three D into two D. Sorry, and then he's trying to base that as four D four D into three D. These but, are the things, but man. It's different. So what's going on? That's the thing. You've got a lot to take into account dimensions. Yeah. This is the yeah. To say that we're alone... Exactly. There's, there's, is, there is, could be fucking planets next to us in different dimensions and yeah. we don't fucking know about it. Well, it'd be like... It'd be like... Saying we're alone, it'd be like scooping a glass out of... of glass out of, ocean, of the water, out of the water, out of the ocean and having a look in it and seeing no fish and then saying, there are no fish in the ocean. Yeah. We've not looked at anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just so vast. It's just so... Yeah. And we could be completely wrong. There might be only one. Probably are. No, we what you think there could be only? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What I mean is, we, we're usually always wrong about everything. But but the thing is, it's something so big. There's, it's gonna. I just can't see there not being other life. There's got to be other life it and like, other yeah. clever life, or, or not as clever, whatever. But well, it doesn't matter. There's this definitely other shit going on well, everywhere. Arthur C. Clarke, obviously everyone knows who he is. He said this, and he's 100% correct, 100% correct in his statement. He said, two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe, or we are not. Yeah. And both are equally terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And he's fucking right. Yeah, he is. It's either us, and that's it, off this rock, this tiny little planet, which is insignificantly yeah. flying around, a tiny star at the edge of a galaxy. Yeah. Is why are we? Yeah, why are we lonely? That's terrifying. F- yeah. out, out of the the um, what is it? Um, thousand billion stars, yeah, not yeah. planets. Stars, billion, billion trillion stars. Yeah, yeah, billion trillion stars. Sorry, yeah. Um, that's that's frightening alone because it, you know why. Yeah. Why? Why are we alone? And it makes also, special. And I'm also, fuck, if there's other things. Yeah, fucking yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's problematic to say that we're alone, I think is quite... T- I mean, you can never prove that the human race to humans or just life on Earth is the only example of life because that kind of means that you've got to go around every single planet, every single moon, lift up every single rock in the entire universe to prove that there's nothing living underneath it. Mm. You can't do that. So we'll never prove... We'll never prove that we're alone. It's more likely that 
something will happen that proves oh, yeah. that we're not. Like you say, we, you, yeah. But the only the only way you'd be able to prove if you were alone is if you literally had the picture of the whole universe, and you could go like you say under every rock. Simple as. Um, well, we, you've got more chance of proving there's life than there isn't. Well, we um. We do a lot of looking about in the sky, and the search for extra- extraterrestrial intelligence uses the Allen Array Telescope. Uh, I'm burping because I'm drinking beer, um, which is like a mega dish. Uh, it's like a huge antenna. It's 42 radio antennas they use to listen in to incoming signals from deep space. Now, they, as I said before, they've only scanned 20,000 stars mm. that are near the Earth. It's not a lot. We've been very lucky to have found a signal by them. But having said that, we may have already have stumbled across signals. It, it could have occurred. We might be t- this might yeah. be a mute point. We don't know because on August the fifteenth, nineteen seventy-seven, the um, the ra- the wow signal was picked up by the Ohio State University's Big Ear Radio Telescope. The signal itself lasted for seventy-two seconds, and it came from the constellation of Sagittarius, which is about I think it's one thousand two hundred light years away. Now, they look for the signal after this appeared many, many times to try and reproduce it because science likes to reproduce things. Yep, to try and prove it's a fact or a, um, yeah. a, a origin of where it started or yeah. what, how it started, yeah. Was this a quirk of the instrument? Was this yeah. some noise from something else? Like, it could have could been have a been satellite. A, 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 a star exploding from you know another galaxy and it's somehow there's a signal or whatever, but you've got to try and work these theories out, haven't you? Exactly. So we, 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 we try to eradicate or eliminate potentially what it is and one thing that we can't i mean they think it might have been a couple of um comets orbiting each other surrounding giving off radio emissions but we're not we're not sure we're not sure but i've got the signal here i'll play it for you it's quite a shrill sound actually it's not nice on the ears so i'll um I'll try and meter in the uh, the volume as it comes but bear with right. us but this is the signal that they picked up that as far as we know um, other than potentially being two comments, we, we have no no idea where this came from. No idea at all. as quickly as it ends and then it goes silent yeah 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 don't know where it came from don't know what it was a fire alarm probably internet modem car alarm (laughs) in the the car park (laughs) internet modem yeah (laughs) 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 um yeah it's 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 um it's weird um now 
it's obviously it sounds electrical because it's obviously an electrical thing and it's connecting. It's trying, you know, trying it's just, to. It's just light, us, yeah. But could it be just an absolute fucking shit bomb's gone off somewhere and we've detected it? Like yes. a fucking galaxy exploding yes. or something. Yeah. Or um, you know, could C- it could yeah. it be something trying to send a signal? We but also, uh, well, they reckon they rec a lot of. Well, I say a lot. There's some astronomers that say that. It's potential. We potentially might have accidentally picked up on some sort of space probe flying through, you know, deep space, interstellar space, many, many millions of light years away, many, many millions of years ago. That was like a probe turning on and sending some information back. You know, like ours do. We might have stumbled across an alien version of that, and for seventy-two seconds, it turned on and went right. Let's tell Klaatu what's going on down here. And it went and send its shit back and then turn itself off. And then when we scanned in the exact area, trying to locate where it was, gone. Because it turned itself off. Mm. Or it could just be a couple of comets swinging around each other. Yeah. It's it's interesting, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's it's a good sign because at least we've got something to investigate there. It's interesting. You know what I mean? Who knows, man? These are the people that are are picking this shit up. I don't know. Because if you've got nothing to investigate and check out, then... You'd just be looking around, still going. Well, space is not at least, silent. At least it's, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's loud as fuck. Off, yeah, There's yeah. loads of radio noise coming in. It's just we have to look for intelligent radio noise coming from space. But I also it goes back to the point, right, of um, maybe we are constantly getting signals, right, yeah. but we're just not intelligent enough to pick them up. It's there might like be all 100%. sorts of random shit flying around. You Neutrinos, know. man. Yeah, if that you know, like you say, yeah, it could be fucking someone sending out some dark matter. Fucking, it could be like it could be that like you can't send messages faster than the speed of light, and if you're ten thousand light years away from your target, it takes ten thousand years yeah. to get the message. So they send the message through a different dimension. So it could be where just, no yeah. such thing as fucking message from another dimension. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, oh, you're over there, but you don't talk through this dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, man? We've got oh, to talk. Yeah. We're, we're talking about advanced, hyper intelligent aliens. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They're not using radio. They might not have anything which can pick up any signal of whatever they're sending, if it is a signal. You know what I mean? It, it may not even be a signal, but it's something. And we just haven't um, developed any sort of technology to collect whatever they're sending. Exactly, mate. It's fucking nuts. We just might not have They might net. be here. We might, just, yeah. just there. Well, just, that's the thing. Yeah. There's people that say that, you know, if you're talking about, if we're talking about super intelligent aliens that are aware of our existence, potentially through atmospheric observations of our planet, they they might have been aware that life was capable on this planet billions of years ago and made their way over here. And they might be influencing the outcome of humanity in ways that we have no concept of understanding. Yeah, We could be mm. just a mad fucking puppet or we might just be blindly wandering through space going, fucking hell, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Who okay. fucking knows? way to like head back into this after we were talking about that radio signal is do you think aliens would target or talk to 
astronomers. Do you think they're the people that we need to look to for information regarding this subject? Um, no, I, I think I think they would leave us to our will to work out in our own um, sort of etiquette what's going on. I, I don't think they'll come along and go, hang on, you're looking in the wrong direction here. You need to look more this way towards this and that to do this. I think most, I think, well, I, I would hope as a human race, if we spotted another race, we'd watch what they do first. Mm. So, I, you know, we go, we can see they're trying to work out because we can just assume because we can see that they're trying to work out how to look at things and yeah, find like out trying things. To better themselves. Let's let watch them do what they're doing. Yeah. Um, we we shouldn't get involved with other species of anything really. So you think if like so, all right, okay. So if they were going to contact us, do you think that it's astronomers they would contact, or um, do you, or do you think it would be done in a different way? Because I think like there's no, I don't think an alien race would talk to an astronomer because astronomers have got that sh- that ma- aliens have got that shit on complete lockdown compared to astronomers that'd be like what? sort of dude who built the large hadron collider talking to like a kid with lego and saying have you got any tips on like yeah. superconducting magnets they've got well, that fucking they know what they're doing the question is is how would they present themselves to us they're not just going to turn up at, well they might do but like are they going to sit around the t- imagine if they're like humans sit around the table and go right we want to make contact with them How's the best way of doing this? Are we going to just turn up and, you it's know... aggressive, and, that, I yeah, think. Or are we going to s- keep sending signals out until they get it and then we'll just, you know, we'll play it back, play stuff back to them and just keep doing it that way and then, you know, you know, are we going to write a letter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you know I mean how, how are we going to... How How but is the best way to approach something which is going to be fucking mind-boggled I, I straight away. Well, there are protocols. There are protocols that we've got between... It's Nothing is written in law, but there are ideas, that guidelines that we'll, f- we'll follow in, in the case of, of, you know, of a contact event. And it kind of goes down the route of we're, we're assuming we're going to pick up a signal. We'll, yeah. we'll discuss that first. So the search for terrest- extraterrestrial intelligence protocol says that there will be no response to a signal or other evidence of extraterrestrial intelligence, nothing should be sent until appropriate international consultations have taken place. Yeah. Well, that's, kind of what that's kind of what I was saying earlier on, because you, you've got to try and understand it, and you've got to... You've just, you've, you, you can't just send something back straight away. You've got to sit back and go, right. You know, it's like playing chess. Yeah, well, it, well, the first thing they do is... The, the, f- the very first thing that they try and do is verify whether this signal is legit. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't know what, what shit's exactly. coming down. You're not going to send anything to something which doesn't exist, are you? Well, it, it, we, we'd first get the signal, whoever picked it up, and then they would band it around between, you know, other scientific organisations and astronomers, and they'd say, listen, point your telescopes over there. Are yeah. you getting what we're getting? Is yeah. this like an artefact of our telescope? Is, yeah. this, is this interference is this external? Someone's got a theory on what this is yeah, before what? we say it's like and work out if yeah. it is actually anything. Is this like a legit signal that we're picking up? Yeah. Once that has been, say, n- numerous observatories around the world point their telescopes at it and they go, no, it does yeah. appear to be some form of repeating pattern. Yeah, I, can, I can see an alien back shafting another alien. There's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, natural, um, you know, answer to what this is. Yeah, yeah. This does look like it's some sort of artificial, intelligently made signal. The next things that would happen, the governments would chat shit, they'd talk to each other and figure out how they're going to announce it. Top-ranking um, religious people would probably be consulted and they'd say, listen, 
we found shit out there. I don't know how this contradicts your book or your whatever, but this is you real. Need to know. Yeah, yeah. This is real. And then after that, it would be announced to the world pretty quickly because anybody with the right type of equipment would be able to find and listen to this this yeah, signal. Yeah. It's not like with. I mean, there's gone are the days where you know there's going there's going to be people out there who have better equipment than the actual governments. There will be. Yes, there are. People find exoplanets with their so. telescopes in the garden. Mm. So it would be announced pretty quick, and there would be debates whether to reply or not to reply. And Stephen Hawking, he was a guy that said, "Don't, don't speak back because it could be quite disastrous for us if you." And like we said before, we've already announced through Voyager probes and the Arecibo signals that we're already here, and it, you know that could potentially lead to the destruction of the human race. You but but in reality, yeah, we'd yeah. signal back. We yeah. definitely would. And uh, then you know that would be um, it. Might be pointless. Because how are we going to talk to them? Yeah. How close are they? Are they hundreds of thousands of light years away? You're not going to get an answer until you know they sent that signal when before humans had even evolved and it's yeah, been yeah. travelling through and space that long. They so don't exist anymore, or, or you know, whatever. Exactly, yeah. That came when the Tyrannosaurus Rex was running around biting heads off whatever mastodons. <laughs> then that signal was sent. Yeah, yeah. It's just taken that long to get to us. So yeah, fill your boots. Send it to you know what I mean. Mm. And, and and there are other sort of things that you need to take into account, like whether they could have peaceful intentions. And if they did, and they were reasonably local, the communication process, they say, is probably likely to take, you know, decades, if not hundreds of years. It'd be like a very slow, gradual hello, where there would be no, uh, you know, misguided, violent uh, under- misunderstandings, probably from us. It would be done very gently. It's just like, because you would... If you got something that said, you know, we're out here, we don't mean no harm. How do you know? Do you know what I mean? So you've you got to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to edge your way into it, haven't you? You've got to, yes. and, and you know, you just got to keep cracking on, and and then you got to hope that actually, when if you if you do meet, or if you do properly communicate, you know, being able to do proper, that it is actually genuine, good for both of you. Well, the thing is, I've kind of I've thought this through. Many a time in the garden, looking through my telescope, uh, inebriated through certain chemicals. And I always think to myself, if you made contact with or if an alien race appeared and showed itself, I can't see it being anything other than a peaceful race. Because if it was hostile, if this hypothetical, advanced, hyper-intelligent alien race had hostile intentions for humans, I'd don't think that a species capable of travelling between the stars is going to come down here and attack us with spaceships. It's more likely that w- humans, and only humans, would just suddenly die off of a strange virus, some sort of weird thing would happen, and we wouldn't even know we'd been attacked. These things yeah. are fucking clever. They're and, not going to come and down and pick a fight in a car park with us. We'd just die. And even if they did, right, they're not going to say, right, you, me, three o'clock, here. <laughs> They're yeah. just going to turn up and fucking blitz I don't us. even think it would. you'd see them. Yeah. It'd be like a... When you poise... If you've got an ant's nest in your garden, yeah, yeah. you don't go out there and squish every oh, single yeah. individual you ant. You put po- that little bit of poison down in and the you go, mm, you go for a pint it. and you come back and they're all dead. They'd mm. just do that to us. The ant has no idea it's been chemically bonded yeah, by yeah. a human, but it just fucking eats the poison and distributes it through the nest and they all fucking die. Mm. They'd just do that to us. Mm. If they were hostile, why would they even bother to get their fucking hands dirty? Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. need. Why would they want to lose, like you say, or, or or look? 
they yeah. they'd want they'd want to do it like what I was saying about the ob- ob- observation. You know what I mean? If you could uh, see a species, you'd and you could get close. You wouldn't want them to see you. So that's what they do. Like you say, yeah. they'd put something down or they'd chuck a virus in or something, and it would just wipe everyone yeah. out. And then those go wicked. You wouldn't even have a clue. Why would they want to, like you say, get you know a, a name or get battered by something else? You know, what I mean, well, just you, when you can just wipe it out and walk in. You look at like how we dispatch enemies in combat zones the very high end of technology we don't even send humans over there we send a robot in the yeah, sky yeah. that launches missiles from a very high altitude and people xbox. on the ground people on the ground just go and they just yeah. get eradicated so and they're gone xbox and yeah, yeah. killing people so so if we do that i mean yes cl- clearly that's just putting a human spin on it but i would imagine they're not going to get involved in a fight of course they're not going to come down and um, it's not Independence yeah, Day. It's they're ridiculous. not going to walk in as aliens, kick the door in, and go, "Come on, everyone, yeah. want to fucking cut your throat." Yeah, you ain't eating one with a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like you said, they'd either drop something off, or it wouldn't be human. It wouldn't be their, sorry, not human. It wouldn't be uh, their species of what they'd have made something just to come and go boom, and then go right and let's just walk in and do what we need to do well, and carry that, on. That's the other thing they say that if if you ever, I mean, you know, if 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 a alien race was to land and show itself, you're not going to be speaking. It's very doubtful that you'd speak to a biological entity. It's far yeah. more likely that you'd be speaking to some sort of crazy, mad, I, I think AI, robotic, yes. bio-probe thing. I, I imagine if it's the same with us. I imagine if we just, for instance, say the moon had life and we just spotted it and, and you know, it's obviously an intelligent life, would we send a human? I doubt it. We'd probably send a, like a, a robotic drone just to, to go there and go... Right, we can see what's going on. Talk to us through this. We're here. Yeah. This is us. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. If if a cr- like the protocols that state though that if a craft was to because we're talking about receiving a message. Mm. Uh it depends on the message, the type of the message, location, where it was, it might be a billion years old, just do what you fucking like. But if a craft appeared, then then that's like that's another form of contact. It's quite abrupt, and I think that's quite an aggressive form of contact, even just showing yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't know how this... It would be ill-advisable for us to land on a hypothetical alien world on their fucking lawn and go, all right, bitches, yeah. we're here, I, I guess what? I think it's dumb. This, this is what I mean. If you got a signal, do you think... How would the aliens approach us? Do you think they'd send someone down or send whatever it is down? No. No, they wouldn't. I don't think they'd so. They'd probably no. send us a signal again speaking through something that obviously we can understand but there's no physical being of anything yeah you know what i mean or they're manipulating us with a mind from a distance yeah you know what i mean i don't think they would just go right let's just bowl up and go oh by the way we (laughs) are the the mugzogs from planet zigzog you know what i mean surprise (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, we do have dicks growing out of our eyes yeah yeah jesus christ yeah yeah. nuke them nuke them (laughs) fucking press the button because you just you know yeah we'd catch them I know it sounds bad, but we probably would have them as hostage. Oh, no, we ain't touching an alien, mate. There's no way we're getting hold of them. If they're billions of thousands of they years... Depends where they land. Nah, we ain't touching them. Land in America, they'd be locked up in Area 51, apparently, <laughs> and being tested on, because yeah. apparently that's what happens there. But apparently, if, anyway. But if they, they they reckon if one was to appear close to the Earth, then what we'd... It's quite an, intim- it's quite an intimidating posture. It's quite aggressive to go, oh, Look! Look at us. Here we are. It's it's likely that we try and meet in a neutral location, like somewhere off the Earth, like out in the solar system, like a big solar orbit, or maybe 
potentially on the moon or on Mars, but we're such basic motherfuckers. Even doing that would require us to like bankrupt a country's economy at the yeah, moment and go, yeah. right, we need to fucking do we so they probably laugh at that. They probably go, what yes, are you, what the fuck are you That's about? why they're not yeah, talking yeah, yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah. You can't even fucking, fucking do dumb that. bastards. You can't yeah, even yeah. say hello. Yeah. Money, what the fuck? You, you know, you've made pe- this up. There's people over there yeah, starving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've made you fucked yourselves up. You know what I mean? It's more likely that they'd scan potentially be able to scan the the entire earth from light years away and know everything about us more stuff than we even knew and, and know that it not even have to come over to us they can see us and go right the atmosphere is made of that there's this much pollution in the atmosphere the people are made like this this is their political structure this is what they're doing this is their, yeah. they're a form of mammal they've got a gestation period of this they've got blood that goes through the body they breathe oxygen they'd know that from fucking a massive distance mm. they'd be like no need to go there you know what I mean, I mean mm. and the idea that we could talk to them is I mean sometimes that's, that's fucking hilarious can you talk to a squid <laughs> at least exactly, a squid's yeah, from yeah. the same fucking yeah, yeah. planet you yeah, know yeah. what I mean I mean, compared to an alien, I think that we'd we'd be the squid. Mm. You know what I mean? We'd be the ones on the back foot. That's, that's a good point. Now, if you look at certain animals, obviously I'm I'm basing this on domestic animals, but you can also base it on wild animals. You know, okay, you can't talk to them, but you know that they're either scared or they're um, uh, curious or they're, you know what I mean, Aggressive. by the way they act. Now, is that going to be different? Which, of course, it's going to be, isn't it? When yeah. it's an alien from a, a, a different planet. Yeah. He's not going to be able to even read that. Yeah. I mean, like an alien might just reach for its gun, shout, grenade, 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 and, and start flying helicopters. Hello. And that's just like, oh, mate, do you want to come around for a drink? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, my fucking <laughs> yeah. God. Shit, we're about to die. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about alien culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine that. I wonder what utensils aliens eat with on other worlds. You know, they have a knife and fork and a spoon here. I wonder what they've got on their planet. They might eat through the dicks if they've got dicks. Yeah, they might just put their finger in the drink. It depends how many digits they've got. They might Do they even drinks. use eyeballs to look? Have yeah. they even got eyes? They might not have eyes. If they're a plant, they might just put their roots. They might just roll in it and it just <laughs> absorbs, <laughs> absorbs it. Who knows? Yeah, they might just absorb sunlight. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Nah. Mate, did you know the, um, the Vatican have got several observatories around the world? And one of them in Arizona... Is um is being used to look for signs of life on other worlds. Do you know what it's called? What? Have a guess. Gods. It's called the Lucifer. <laughs> I fucking kid you <laughs> not. Which stands for the Large Binocular Telescope Near Infrared Utility with Camera and Integral Field Unit for Extragalactic Research. It really sounds Lucifer. like to me that they forced. They, they they came up with the word yeah, Lucifer yeah. and went fuck it. What scientific names can we make? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a it's like a piss take, isn't it? It's mad, isn't yeah. it? It's, it is crazy that. Why call it Lucifer? Yeah, yeah call it like the like two knuckles deep or something. Yeah, two knuckles deep or um, fish hook. The God Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, the God Destroyer. <laughs> what I'd call it. Call it Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit, we were wrong. <laughs> That's what you call it. So, do you think it's possible that a civilization could re- could um Exist, but not have or not remain in a single star system. They could roam around, like you know, like in Independence Day. I know we touched on that earlier, but do you think that's a, possi- a possibility that they don't have a, 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 you know, a base? They just move. Possibly. I mean, why not? And anything can happen. It might happen to us in the future. You never know. We might have to go fuck and build something. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some dodgy planning pla- place for that already. Yeah, Elon's shit. doing it. He's yeah, getting exactly. to Mars. Making a fucking ship I mean, really to, a, to escape. Yeah, exactly. He is trying to get humans off the Earth so when AI <laughs> fucking gets created, 
there's a, a sort of you know a bastion of hope on a different planet with a few people. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? I, I can't <laughs> see why not. Once we start doing shit like that, it, I can't see why it would be like a bu- bus service. You're going past each other. One. Yeah, <laughs> each yeah. other going, where are you going? We're going to fucking Jupiter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or we're going to the moon of fucking Uranus or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Triton. Uranus. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we base our searches on types of technology that we're familiar with. Which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we look for well, we're radio. Going to, aren't we? yeah. Exactly. We've got no... No reason. You know, how, how are we going to contemplate on doing that, anything else? Do you think they'd use the technology that, that we think they would? Because we're looking for radio waves, electromagnetic... It's basically like well, light. Well, I suppose... I suppose or do you think they would use ha- something different? I think this is what I'm saying. There could be billions of fucking signals being plummeted at us and they're going, why the fuck aren't they answering? Yeah. Because it's different. We can't register it because we're only yeah. doing it as radio waves or digital or something like that and they might have to blah, blah. Yeah, so, so, so what yeah. you're saying is it's like it's like trying to... It's like bombarding an ant colony in mobile phone waves and going, why haven't they picked up the yeah, fucking yeah. phone? Yeah, yeah. They d- they they it doesn't mean it doesn't yeah. exist. They yeah, just yeah. have no idea that... No idea how to... to frequencies to, of... To deal with it, yeah, yeah. To to um, process what's being thrown at them, they won't even know it's there. Yeah, I mean, we use we use smoke smoke signals back in the day, and you can't yeah. pick smoke signals up with radio waves. Exactly, Do you know what so I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's so, so mad. Yeah. What what you when you think about like the, the implications of communicating with an alien culture? You have to be lucky and actually have the same technology as them to to be able to communicate through the airwaves or radio waves, which it's not going to be that because yeah, exactly. obviously. If that was the case, then we'd be talking to them now. Well, they said also as well that it's it's not a case of just that, but it's it's time. You you have to be existing at yeah, the yeah. same time and have the same level of technology in the same region of a fucking giant yeah, yeah. galaxy. And the chances <laughs> of that existing are very fucking slim, mm. really fucking slim. I mean, if you look how our communication has changed, we used Morse code a year ago. So that was like uh, a, t- a year ago. A year ago? Fucking hell. <laughs> a year, you know, a couple of years back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to use Morse code. Like a, a series <laughs> yeah, yeah, of electrical yeah. bleeps, beep, beep, yeah, yeah. beep, beep, we'd be sending them. Now, 100 years from then to now, we're using we're starting to use quantum computers and we've we've teleported photons several miles imagine what our communication technology will be like in 500 years mm-hmm. we can't even predict our own how could no, yeah, if you, if, I, if can't, you, I can't think of what what it'll be like i can try but it probably won't happen it'll either be better or you know i don't i can't yeah you but can't. at least you're trying to predict a human uh, like advancement within 500 years. What mm. would it be like trying to predict how an alien race, one million years more advanced than us, how would they communicate? Yeah. You've got no idea. Exactly. They'd like, like you're saying, the ant thing with the, the mobile phone down, why aren't they communicating back? They might go, well, we can see there, they can't have this, but this is the technology we're at. And yeah. Come on, you, know you I mean? dummy ants. Yeah, yeah. Be like, we communicate in, a, in like chemical signals going, to the queen. We're shouting, you go, Hello, 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 yeah. hello. Yeah. You're just going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the Queen says, "Sugar over there." Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like fucking hello. Yeah. Fucking I tell you what, though, there is a common language with ants, and that's fucking alcohol. Because them cunts will find your beer if you're sitting outside. Um, well, I, th- I think there's a. Co- I think there's a common. Maybe that's the way to communicate with aliens. Alcohol, alien drugs. Wasps, Why do alien drugs are wasps? All like? animals sign eat. me up. They love booze. Everything loves booze. Does them Maybe it? that's what we should do. Just send a couple of crates of Carling up into space. Just blast it. And they'll out. come. They'll. You're you. Cheers, lads. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. come and torture. You're all right. 
<laughs> I wonder what alien drugs are like, man. I need to try some of that. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the Pangalactic Gargle Blaster on the Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sign me up, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. There, there is a point, though, where I think that an advanced civilization could obviously be well, well, well in advance of us and be completely, totally undetectable unless it wanted to be discovered. That's the smart move. Like mm. We were talking about stuff earlier because it wouldn't leave a fingerprint. It just remained totally invisible. They it's wouldn't be found unless they wanted to be. Of course. And if they were around at the same time as us, right, and they might be millions of years advanced, but they're sending those waves down... They're millions of years advanced. They go, well, clearly they won't understand that. We know primitively we can send signals. We can see they're sending those signals out, so we'll just send that because it'd be easy for them to knock one up and send the signal back. So, you know what I mean? There are ways. Um, there are ways that we look outside the box, and we're starting to do it now, and we're getting a, a level of results. Now, obviously, this is going to be hit with scepticism, and yes, it and so it should be. But there, there is... I mean, there were, it's, I suppose the best thing to do is explain the three types of civilizations that we think uh, exist, or three um, points in a civilization's ad- evolution until you become like godlike, and you get like a type one civilization, which um, is commonly called a, a planetary civilization, and they can use and store all the energy which reaches their planet mm. from their star. And then you get a type two civilization. And these bad boys can harness the total energy of their parent star. So it'd be us taking everything out of the sun without a drop of energy getting to waste or very, very minimal, a sizable yeah, percentage. Yeah. And then you get, and th- they reckon these are the type two are the ones that we're most likely to find. And then you get a type three civilization, also called a galactic civilization. And they can control and contain all the energy within a galaxy. Now, these civilizations should be easy to spot. Now, we're assuming that they exist because they've had enough time to, but yet, obviously, they should stand out, but we don't see them anywhere, even in Hubble deep field images, which I've used on one of the um, uh, social media things, where all you see is what looks like stars, but they're not stars, they're galaxies. Mm -hmm. We still see no signs of a Type Three civilization Mm -hmm. controlling everything from a galaxy. They They may exist, but... We they may exist in ways that we we can't, we can't observe detect, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's there's there's things that we look for. Do, do you know where we stand? Hu- the human race in them three um, levels tier, of civilization. Tier zero point zero 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 one, probably. It's it's zero point seven <laughs> approximately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, t- we will become a type one civilization, yeah. uh, capable of harnessing everything that comes, that is our planet produces, coming yeah. from its star within the next 200 years if we don't blow ourselves up. Yeah. But the acceleration between these... Is that, is that what they said? Yeah, if yeah. we don't blow ourselves up, well, yeah, sort <laughs> yeah, of, if we yeah, don't yeah, fucking yeah, nuke yeah. ourselves. But the acceleration between these um, categories could be quite rapid if you overcome certain hurdles. Mm-hmm. If you get past the first one, you don't kill yourself. Coming to the second might be quick and then getting to the third. Might be it's easier. exponential. Yeah. It, becomes, it becomes pretty quickly. So we have looked for evidence of um, civilizations, not f- not through, um, obviously we've done it through radio and, and like laser pulses through space, but we've do also done it by looking for alien mega structures and more specifically, um, a uh, hypothetical object that may exist if a type 2 civilization is out there it's called a dyson sphere oh for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah, not yeah. him what it is it's a really <laughs> big hoover <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. 
So it sucks, it vacuums the, the air, the air? <laughs> vacuum space, yeah, which is va- a vacuum. Ah! The vacuum. There's a, a vacuum, vacuum inside a vacuum. What the in fuck is happening? Trying to vacuum a vacuum. Ah! So we've actually found a couple of, of um, potential contenders for Dyson spheres. Okay. So this is interesting. This is interesting. We think that they may exist. Mm-hmm. So we've had a look and we've found them. And obviously these are hy- it's purely hypothetical. They're like basically a type 2 civilization absorbs everything coming out of the star or a sizable percentage of energy coming out of the star. So it's it's essentially like a hyper-intelligent, super-advanced alien race surrounding their star with solar panels. Yeah, it's, it's basically like a giant solar panel which yeah, like is a, transmitting power back to the planet that they're on. Yeah, yeah, so nothing gets away. It's like a giant disco ball. Like yeah. a giant... Around it. D-I... S-C-O, like a giant alien, alien, disco ball. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Now, we, I say we, obviously me, I did. I was checking out a star, a star called Epic 20427816. Astronomers are looking at that for 80 days. Easy to remember that one. Piece of piss, piece of piss that. I don't know if you've got it already, I won't tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they looked at the um, the light coming away from the star, and, th- and they were actually looking for planets. They were looking for, um, you know how they search for planets? It's like if you held a, fl- a flashlight up in front of you and then like held a marble in front of it and then measured the light coming off the flashlight, it would drop because there's a fucking marble in front of it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The of light. So, so they do they're that. trying to find out if a planet's in front of it because yeah. of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically what they do. Now, if a big planet like the size of Jupiter wanders in front of a star... It usually decreases the amount of light that we our telescopes pick up by about one percent. Mm-hmm. So they go, oh, there's a Jupiter-sized um, planet there, and then they can look at the wobble of the star and they can figure out what plane of orbit the pl- planet's on. They can yep. figure out a load of other shit. But this star, which by the way is the same size of our um, sun, it was dimming by up to sixty-five percent luminosity over a 25-day consecutive period. So it was dropping massively. Every 25 days. Y- yeah, yeah. And this indicated that something massive, huge, was surrounding the star. Now, what they tried to do is they eliminated as many possibilities as they possibly could, and two things remain. They either think there's a massive swarm of comets in orbit around the star, which they don't think is likely. So that th- it'd have to be fucking huge, wouldn't it? Or the star has a Dyson sphere built around it. Right. Now, NASA actually asked uh, the SETI guys, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, to scope the fucker, point their radar dishes at it and have a listen. Um, that The timing and the dip of light suggests that whatever is causing it is located at just the right distance from the star to be in the habitable zone like us, where liquid water exists. Right, okay. Now, as far as we can tell, we still don't know what is causing this dip in light. It'd be strange if it's comets as well. Over 25 days, every 25 days it dims. Over a period of 25 days, it was dimming by up to twi- uh, 65%. Yeah. Mm. It's fucking weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I fucking hope it's aliens. That would be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> it most likely isn't. Yeah, it's probably something weird. It's probably it? like just interstellar dust. Yeah. You're looking through fucking, fucking massive, like yeah, 20 yeah. light years of yeah. fucking dust. Yeah. Who knows, man? So, like, it, it also, you have to take in um, t- into account time when looking at, you know, potential civilizations. Because, like, if, if an advanced civilization visited the Earth, say, three billion years ago, there'd be no sign of life here. Mm. Doesn't mean it's not here, does it? No. Just means it's not. Well, when you look at a star, you go, oh, that star is a bright star. It's probably been, it could have been dead for millions of years. Exactly. Same yeah. thing, isn't it? 
and we, we we know that alien races probably don't uh communicate the same way that that we that we do you know ants probably wouldn't know that a mobile phone um signal is is is, is bathing over there their mm. solid ants as they're picking up you know wheat to bring back or whatever but you also have to take take into account um, AI, artificial intelligence, because if we're on the verge and we think we are capable of creating it, um, maybe AI has already been created multiple times throughout the cosmos. And if that's the case, then all bets are off. Because, I mean, like, our, we haven't done an, e- an episode on artificial intelligence no. by design because it's it's such a evolving sort of, um, f- you know, feel to, to to read into it's impossible to sort of pin down where we'll be but a human ai is something that is gonna i mean it's like it's magic well it's going to revolutionize everything that we do i mean well i think to be honest it's just going to make us lazy fuckers we're just going to end up just sitting there doing fuck all really i think it end us but but um yeah it's it's going to revolutionize everything and if if we're thinking of that and there's more intelligent species out there, they've probably either thought of it and not done it, or they thought of it and done it, and it's expanded more. Well, you don't, you just don't know. Well, that's the thing. You say thought about it and not done it. That, that, that that's, that's a, a good clever point. Thing. Yes, that's very clever. It could be that on the advent of artificial intelligence, somewhere in a lab around the world in twenty-five years, if we're about to press go, and we might, if we've been observed and they're doing it for our own good, they might intervene then and say, "You really don't want to fucking press yeah. boot on this yeah. one now." Well done with what you've done and achieved, but do not do it. What about the universe? The universe could be a AI. You might be. Yeah, it might it. not be real. Yeah, it could be Sims. Yeah, could be in Sims. Do you reckon S- we're in Sims. Sims. Um, I don't know what. What was it? Fucking clown party one because there's about a billion Sims. Isn't there? I don't know. Sim one, two, three. Fucking house party. <laughs> Sim fucking school and all that shit. Do you think that we could be in a simulation? Why not? But exactly. Why not? Why the fuck not? We don't know what the fuck it is. So well, it's been said before. If if there are civilizations out there that are more clever than us, and that were capable of making a <coughs> a simulation, then would they have done it already? Yes, they probably would have done. Mm. And if they had, that means you don't know whether you're not in it. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, fucking hell. It's mad, isn't it? There could be things like barriers, like that occur. Um, that's that that stop us from getting to these, to these, uh, you know, monumental levels of technological advancement. Do you think that there's something like that? Do you think there could be some sort of physical barrier, like it's just not possible to to do what we're speculating that we think we can? Yeah, I've, I think there's a lot of overachieving or people thinking of things which clearly cannot be done or won't be done because it's just you can't have enough power to do it or you can't, you know, what I mean, you can't, you just can't do it. Some, you know what I mean? You can't. You, I, I think you're probably right. I mean, it's like it's like when you think of an a, a, like an advanced alien race, we we're looking for technology that we c- are familiar with. Oh yes, because because that's what we are. We're humans, and we're not going to know technology that we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the hard thing, and we we tend to design our technology to mimic th- us. Like I, I thought about this the other day, like the hu- the the camera, the human eye uh, and the camera are very closely related in some respects. The way that they're designed, if that's the the word to do, it. holding because, images. Because like your your um your eyeballs have a lens, mm-hmm. so do, so do cameras. Mm-hmm. Y- your eye has an iris and a pupil that act like a um an aperture of a camera. 
your eyes can focus, as can cameras. So, so the camera is a representation of technology that like is able eye. to capture yeah, yeah, a picture that we can see. Mm-hmm. So would an intelligent fly with a compound lens that sees in infrared... Would it design a camera the same way that we do? No, of course it wouldn't. It would design it, like you say, an infrared thing going on, because that's what it knows. Exactly. That's yeah. what it sees, and that's what it expects to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we if we designed something which looked mental, and there was like 16 pictures of whatever we found on it, we'd bin it, we'd go, that's fucked. Yeah. You know, we want it to look like something that we can... Yeah. understand might not even recognise what yeah, you're looking yeah. at yeah. do you know what I mean It's uh, and that's even assuming aliens have eyes yeah. they might not even have and it, it all, I only say that because it, obviously a lens and a camera is that's not fucking searching for any life but it just shows how weird shit is going to be we're talking about technology that's going to come from an alien race yeah but we, we base us finding them on our technology absolutely 100% because that's all we can do yeah exactly and it's the same with them really they're yeah. only basing on finding us on from their technology because they don't know our technology unless they are already observing us and they've got something to know this is what we're trying to do. Do you think that a na- like a species could naturally develop with a, sort of like a tendency to communicate through telepathy? Do you think that's possible? Yeah. Because if they did, then they would perfect that over millions and millions of years and would they utilize that that form of communication in space travel well you'd have to say yes you'd oh have yeah, to say of course, yes of course they would because because it's, it's like a speaking you know what i mean that's our sort of communication if they're doing it um telepathically then it's going to bring up different technology completely and even even if it doesn't evolve naturally because we they know that artificial telepathy is is yeah definitely definitely real they would they would for instance, they wouldn't have to make anything which makes a noise for us to un- listen to to understand. They, their technology would be completely different because they wouldn't have to make anything with a noise. It'd be mentally sort of transferred into them rather than a message being spoke. Well, like that's me what I mean. Talking here, this so is it's what completely different technology. What they could potentially communicate over thousands of light years. I mean, how fast is a thought? The, the thoughts travel at light speed. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah exactly. How do you know? And if you don't need technology, even if you, even if you do synthetic um, telepathy, if you can send a thought, I mean, you know what I mean. Shit's gonna. It's, it sounds crazy. You got to think. I mean, what if an intelligence evolved and existed without a physical body? I mean, we're talking about uploading our consciousness into a computer. And what if, if like a, a non-physical intelligence communicated through artificial telepathy or transmitted thoughts through other dimensions? We'd be blind to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I and mean, it sounds radical because it fucking is. But, but it these would be are blind to, it would be blind, like you say, if it's telepathical aliens, right? And they're fucking sending messages across through the fifth dimension telepath- telepathically. Right, we're we're just gonna walk obliviously through it. Yeah, and they'd be observing us yeah. on their, our every single move, yeah. and we would have no idea mm. they're there. Yeah, because we can't we can't fucking you know make the signal work because we don't fucking have no idea. Yeah, we, we don't know how no to idea. fucking be telepathic, as in as a, a constant use of a human nature. We can't do that. Or we could. It could. The closest be. we can get to being telepathic is is looking at each other's emotions. That's how the closest the moment, I think at the moment is yeah. we yeah. Because you know, you know when someone's pissed off. You know what I mean. You can you can look at them and tell. But that's the only thing I can say is telepathical. Because mm. us talking isn't telepathical because we're talking to each other. It's you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's 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 literally reading a mind. Or it could be. Or it could be 
that um, they are waiting for us to, or they might potentially are aware. I mean, we've drunk a lot of beer now, so they might be aware of, of our presence, but are waiting for us to achieve notable, um, you know, engineering milestones. And so it to may talk to us, you mean? Yes, yeah. yeah so, it, it, oh, they're doing something that's unavoidable. We've got to speak to them. And it, it reminds me of like, uh, I think it was, I'm not a, I, I like, you know, sci-fi films, but I'm not a, a, a massive sci-fi film follower but i think it was was it star trek where they were aware of humans but we until we developed the warp drive and were able to move massive massive distances through space in an instant they weren't bothered with us until but as soon as we did it they were like oh fuck let's talk okay we got to go down and it turns out there was you know a group of a group of civilizations that were, you know, able of doing it and obviously, uh, but remained hidden yeah. until we showed a level of, I don't know, maturity, Intelli intelligence, intelligence. I suppose they're yeah. gonna they're gonna start branching out. We're gonna have to go and speak to them because if we don't, they're gonna stumble onto us and they might get hostile. So we're gonna have to go and speak to them on their mm. own terms. It's mm. mad, isn't it? Yeah, could exist. Yeah, could do, couldn't it? So it's, uh, it's it's just mad, isn't it? But but would they think the same way as us? Because that's us thinking as humans, saying maybe that's what they think. We don't know. Who knows? We we can only apply our own yeah. human logic. Is yeah. that a way well, of yeah. describing it well, to, yeah. to this situation? Because we fuck. What else have we got? We've got no. We can't have a logic of a lion. Yeah, exactly. Or, or a fucking alien because we we're not them. Yeah. We're not we're not an alien. We're not a lion. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe ant logic would be better than human yeah. logic. Yeah, it's just unfortunately, them fucking rogans didn't get the old fire going and cook meat and shit, and then yeah. start flying space shuttles around. So mm -hmm. you're stuck with us. <laughs> they don't sleep, do they? Ants as well? Don't they? No. Really? They're, they're, not, they're fucking beasts. So they just keep going. They can pick up ten times their own, a thousand times their own yeah, body weight. They don't and sleep. they don't sleep. They're they just all keep women. Going, man. They keep fucking going. They're all women as well. Yeah. They're all productive. They feed the one queen. That's a very, very successful way of um, yeah. sort of, you know, m moving your species around, isn't it? That the, the it is. They're probably like a most successful species. Species, really. It's just a shame they're so fucking small. But they said that if you get if you get all the humans in the, on the Earth and put them on one side of like a, a weighing scale, and then got all the ants and shove them on the other, it would balance out equal. <laughs> Which means there's a lot of fucking ants yeah. out there. Right, yeah. <laughs> Keep themselves themselves. Let's wrap this bitch up, man. We've been talking too long. Right, okay. So, uh, I don't know, man. Just <laughs> if you want to uh, contact us, as I said at the beginning, just type our name in Robot Rise on Google and it will come up with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, fucking anything else. Email address is robotsforise at gmail.com or .co.uk. I can't um, remember. You'll find it. Just type that in and send to both. And uh, if you can, if you think of something that you'd like us to cover next weekend, which potentially isn't too labour-intensive research-wise, please drop us a uh, an email or something. Yeah, man. And until then, we'll see you next weekend, bitches. Yeah. Have a good one.